following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we go. Problems already. It's Eagles Week, and Mickey false started. Mickey has false started to start the big week, the biggest week of the season. And Mickey is reaching for his controls under the board here. You ready to start now, Mickey? No, it's too loud. Oh, now it's too loud. Okay, we're inside the SWBC podcast studio, and this is Mix Shots. It is. And yes, we completed. Last week, last night, with the Jacksonville-Cincinnati Monday night game. And Good so now it is officially Eagles week here. You all right there? You got it? Let's, you got it, Mickey? Let's try it now. Uh, okay, let me start it? over. I heard, <laughs> I heard it all. <laughs> I bet you did. So here we are. Uh, it's Cowboys-Eagles week. And we didn't want that Shaq Leonard guy anyway, did we? No, we don't want no. him. No. I knew as we, yesterday, as we've been saying buddy. the last several I days. Knew yesterday it was not going to work when, I, yeah. when he was like, he moved on. Usually when you when you leave the when you leave the building, that's right. Yeah, you ain't coming back. Yeah, that's he, right. He did not come. You know that from personal experience. I know that from personal experience. You went to Seattle. That's right. And wound up in New York. But I knew I wasn't going to go to Seattle. I just like my ego stroke. I didn't, I well, never had a recruiting. Jack Leonard might have been the same way. <laughs> yeah, but he had his own. He had his. He got his flowers when he was a kid. I didn't get mine until I was thirty. Oh, that's right. I yeah, got, I was thirty when years I, old. When I was told, I asked, and I that my and I got the answer. My gut feeling is he's signing with the Eagles. That was I said that yesterday, and it was yeah. like that's what mm. my gut feeling was. And then when we found out his relationship with Sirianni, mm-hmm. and then when I read, I thought that would really push him out our way. I read in the Philadelphia <laughs> paper that Sirianni had been texting him and uh, having other people in the. Uh, organization FaceTime with them, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So do you think they sent him there. on a scouting mission here? <laughs> to see what the Cowboys were doing and how they were playing their defense. Uh, well, they already know. They already know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Jerry pointed out, or Dan Quinn pointed out, that you know they gave him an idea of how he would be used here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they're more desperate for him than the Cowboys. But the the thing I need answered, and the Colts will never do it, why do you let the guy go that you got to incur $26 million of dead money? And they're still in the hunt. It's not like the yeah, season's right. over. Yeah, right. It's not yeah. like yeah. it's a season. detrimental right. loss on Especially their Especially with what happened right. last night with the Jacksonville quarterback. That's right. I mean, for Indianapolis and in their because division. Because the Col- mm-hmm. are the Colts five? They're over five hundred now. No. Over five hundred now. I thought they were six and six. I thought. Maybe I they wasn't were. sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure. But I mean, they came from but behind. They, the they are the still day. in the hunt. They are still in the hunt. And no they and they. Yeah, they're uh, they are. They're seven and five now. Seven wow. and five. Yeah, wow. Be- so, because of that last second touchdown pass mm-hmm. to beat Tennessee. So, do we anticipate Shaq Leonard playing? This upcoming I think so. I think so too. I hope so. I mean, he's been playing all season. He's he's 
He's had two weeks off now. Mm-hmm. Fresh I'd legs. Like, fresh I'd like, legs. I'd like to catch yeah. him with, with the two weeks of rust. There you go. That's the way to look at it. <laughs> and, new, and they need him on Philadelphia. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not so much. I mean, you saw what happened the other day against San Francisco. And, and what's I, going I think, on at their linebacker I think position. they sweetened the pot some kind of way. It probably wasn't money, but, you know. Jer- and Jerry pointed out, it didn't. he said the, the money part – Today, I mean, this is what he said. The money part never came into the discussion. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he probably felt more comfortable playing for a coach he had worked with for mm-hmm. three years. I think at this point in the season with, you know, every every team is pretty close to the cap if they're not there yeah. anyway. And, uh, you know, and they're you real close. Have, you only have a month left in the season. Um, it's that's nickel and dime stuff, you know, compared to a full year salary anyway. So what he's he's in it for, okay, that those lucrative payoffs that we talked about uh, last week or, or so about uh, the postseason winnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like e- ring. extra, right? Yeah. yeah. So and, and that's what he's chasing, and he should. Well, after next week, he'll be like, damn it, I went to the wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Everson Walls. Very confident Everson Walls as we kick off Eagles week here. So, Everson, you uh, said you watched the game last night. I did. Boy, those quarterbacks. And this, it's, it, this is a game of survival. This is the best reality TV show in, yep. in the world. Uh, the NFL is. Even more. And what we have is survival here. You know, it, I couldn't. Initially, when he stepped on the guy's foot, I thought, okay, it's okay. But then when he went bent back, and, yes. yeah, and then, I, I, still, and I didn't know whether it was. weird on how that. Okay, was it the And ankle? then when he was went down and yes. took his helmet yes. off and slammed it into the ground. Oh, man. And, and you think they got golf carts over there? He had to walk all that way. All the way up, up the two ramp. guys. And, that's <laughs> well, I was thinking that maybe he was like, hey, I got to see if I can put maybe some pressure on him. Maybe if it's a cramp. But <laughs> when you're, when you're <laughs> in, I mean, the tunnel, you're right? in the tunnel, right? You're already in the tunnel. You can't put anything on it now. It's well, too late. Give the man a ride. That was weird, wasn't it? Yes, it so was. I'm up here diagnosing, okay, look how he walks. It must be the right ankle because he's <laughs> surely in pain. Yeah. And they're <laughs> dragging him like we're back in World War II or something. And you and, <laughs> and, and, and you know me right away. It's like, oh, he tore his Achilles, you know. <laughs> right. Everything's an Achilles. Every, right? every injury. Everything's an Achilles to me, right? But that, when you saw it, I said, oh, something broke in there. Yeah, the, the way, yeah, you just knew it. You just knew it. If he got up from that, you know. God, and I just. Depending on how things happen, he right. could have gotten up. From and, that. and the latest, uh, yes. he passed all MRIs and only has a high ankle sprain and uh Doug Peterson wouldn't put a timetable on Trevor's return, but also didn't rule him out for next week. That's good stuff. So well, go. I'd say that no, too. I, I think I, that's. I could see that being. If it's general. a high ankle sprain, you're talking four weeks probably. Right, but I just didn't want him to have to have surgery. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at least, and it looked bad. And I, I mean, he's playing so well. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. I, I had forgotten they had won that what seven. Eight. Eight games in a yeah. row? Oh, no. No, in se- a row. it was seven, right? I think. There's been After so they... many quarterback injuries this yeah. year. Well, they, they put the whole <laughs> list up there. <laughs> like eight or ten or something. And those are the ones that are out. There's yeah. others that you might be out for a mm-hmm. week or so. and it's Right, those are the ones just out for the season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But how, how about Jake Browning? 
I was going to say, how about the backup quarterbacks that came in? Even C.J. Beathard, yeah. for his part, you know. He did decent. Yeah. Yeah. So backups Jay, I, can I come in. As long as Jake Browning's been in the league and he hadn't won a game? <laughs> that was crazy. It's about opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> it's about teamwork. Teammates, that's what it is. Obviously, yeah, exactly. That's team. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Zach Wilson doesn't even want to go back in the <laughs> back in the game now with the, the, the teammates he has in the Jets. They did him a favor. Uh-huh. Now they're back to him again. I think he looks. He's just another Purdy right now. Talking about Browning, he's another Purdy, a guy that has the potential. He's got the the talent for it. Just surround me with good people. Speaking yeah. of Brock Purdy, yesterday it was one year ago. Yesterday that he became the starting quarterback for the 49ers. He had, mm-hmm. The day before, he had come off the bench and let him do a victory after Garoppolo went down. And so it was a year ago yesterday. If the college football playoff committee was in charge <laughs> of the NFL postseason, the 49ers would not have made the playoffs because they had a backup oh, no. quarterback coming in. Right? Oh, True. You knew Don't that was going to happen, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, was, was anybody surprised? I was hoping they'd do the right thing. Yeah, they did not do but the it right wasn't, thing. The right thing wasn't going to be the most exciting thing. They got to the fourth point and well, it well, said when, the when they put Texas at number teams, three, when the best teams. Yeah. And when you saw that game, yeah. you're going, okay, they're not one of the best teams. Yeah. They won. They figured a way but to win. When you saw Alabama play Auburn, did you think they're one of the best teams? They figured mm. out how to win. And no, Florida they, State figured out how to win. Auburn figured out how to lose. That's what happened. <laughs> but what, this was is the, not, what was the score of the Alabama-Auburn game? It's a three-point game. Mm-hmm. What yeah. was the score? Like 30 to 27 or something? So, so you, can't, you can't have a good defense and play for a national championship? Not, not on national TV. Yeah. Alabama yeah. 27, Here, Auburn 24. Here's the, here's the whole problem with that, and we'll get back. To cowboy talk. Yeah, but the whole problem. Stuff I hope whole, you're going to say what I'm going to say, but go ahead. The SEC is overrated this year. It, it this is not the same SEC we've seen for the last year and a half. Go look at Georgia this year, and the a week ago, mm-hmm. Georgia played Georgia Tech and won by eight points. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech is a six and six team. It it's not the same conference. It, it's all on reputation. They said, oh, Alabama knocked off the 29th a team that had won 29 straight games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, they had won 11 straight games or whatever, 12 straight games, whatever it was this year. And you go back and look at some of those games that they won, they weren't, they weren't blowing out teams like they had in, in the past. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't you look at Florida that. State. Mm-hmm. I went on online yesterday in a reputable um, uh, draft uh, preview site. Okay, which is Pro Football Network, and they had listed. This was prior to the. Uh, they looked at their draft rankings of draft eligible players, and Florida State has as many guys on their list as any team in the country that are that are have a chance of getting drafted this mm-hmm. year. They've got twelve. Michigan, I think, has twelve. Georgia has eleven. Alabama's got eight. Texas has nine or ten. And so Florida State, it's not like we're comparing Alabama with a Liberty team that went 13-0 and or a Tulane team that beat USC. And this is a school. legitimate – yeah. this is a 13-0 a, a and 
conference champion team that has NFL talent. In fact, two of the players on their roster are going to be top 15 picks in this draft, including the edge rusher Jared Verse. So you're not feeling sorry for SMU. And SMU also got shafted. <laughs> but they picked the team with the best record. Yeah. yeah. And well, but and in that case, they picked the team that didn't have the quarterback that got hurt. And SMU lost their quarterback. So to me, and this is what everybody missed, is this is for all the people out there that were against a real playoff system. Because had this been a 12-team playoff system, we're not even talking about this Mm -hmm. because everybody's in. It needs to change. Right? It needed to change 15 years ago. It needed to change 50 years ago, (laughs) Mickey. This has been going on for decades. I mean, think about when there was – But this one is more – I guess when you talk about a team that's 13-0, and I don't recall that ever happening. It hasn't happened. Yeah. 13 a, and 0. So in a what, major conference. But how about... From a major conference. Yes. From a major conference. How about back in the day when the champion was decided by AP voting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, here's, here's the kicker. And all this. I can see is underneath the, the results is the, the division, what are they, FCS? Here's the list of all the playoff games. Right. And they've been doing that for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. they so out for a way to everybody do it. that was against the playoff system because they didn't want to hurt the Bulls, mm-hmm. this is for you. It's your fault. Um, and here's another note. I'm, I would love to know if the committee even realized this. Tate Rotemaker, the backup quarterback at Florida State, who's going to be back for their bowl game. He had a concussion. Okay. He came off the bench last year when Jordan Travis got hurt against Louisville in the first half of the game, and they were trailing. And he brought them back with three. He engineered three scoring drives through two touchdown passes in a come from behind 35-31 win over Louisville last year. And no one even talks about that. So he's, you're he's saying, done it you're before. That he's that that quarterback right. that can take them to the national championship. And they scored 35 points. Right. All right, when you're a coach, okay, you're trying to figure out what is the best way to win this football game. And now you've you've got the third-string quarterback, and the weeks before you had the second-string quarterback. You just want to make sure. I've got a great defense, one yes, of the best defenses in the country. The only thing that I want to make sure of is that this quarterback, who hasn't been taking snaps in practice all year, is not going to make a critical mistake that gives the team, the the opponent, an easy touchdown or field position or whatever. And so I'm going to play it conservatively. I'm not trying to score 59 points in this game. Smart coaching. Yeah, exactly. So who did you not want in, Texas or Alabama? Alabama. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Texas beat Alabama. You watch this quarterback from Alabama. Yes. He's going to make you eat your words. But I mean, yeah. it's it's all about. I know, I know in regards to here's the other part of there, it is here's the now other, that he's in there. Yeah, oh, he's going to play well. I mean, Alabama might win it all. They might. Yeah, they, they might. might. No, Texas might. Yeah, and, they, and Texas has might, a great yeah. chance mm-hmm. to win it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's Go that ahead. quarterback from? <laughs> he ain't from Missouri. I know that. What's much. that? That the quarterback, that Texas, Texas quarterback. Carol Dragon. <laughs> I didn't. He, he is. I didn't know that. <laughs> all right. Just getting started. We're back to Cowboys yeah, talk. We'll get back. We'll get off the soapbox here when Mix Shots continues in a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. All right. You Mickey. Know, you brought up Brock Purdy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the NFL stats. Yep. The top three quarterbacks in completion percentage right now. Brock Purdy, 70.2. Tua, 70.1. And Dak Prescott, 70.1. The only three quarterbacks in the league now completing 70% of their passes, which is rather remarkable. It is. Purdy is ranked number one in quarterback rating, 116.1, and Dak is next at 108.3. I remember when, uh, it was about 20 years ago, um, 60% completion rate was considered. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you got the 65, oh, oh my. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. That shows how the game has changed. Now it's 70%. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Dak is leading. He's number one in. Double check this. Number one in. Oh, number two in t- touchdown percentage, but number one in touchdowns with 26. And this is the guy everybody wanted to run off because he threw too many interceptions. Nobody's talking about interceptions with any quarterback these days. Right? Josh it's Allen. so funny. Yeah, but they won't Besides mention it. Besides Josh no one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> but no one's seen. Oh, interceptions. It's not a big deal for anyone this year. Yeah, only because the Cowboys aren't throwing them. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that seems to be the case. But I, I must admit, I'm still a little concerned because if, as we take this stretch, it's going to be tough, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. this stretch is it's the, the toughest part of our, our schedule, right? It's got to be the toughest part of our schedule right now. Winning teams. And also meaningful games going down the stretch. So one thing that we have to do. Well, other is, than 
other than Philadelphia, mm -hmm. who scares you? Oh, Miami and Buffalo. Only because of we have to go there and play. Okay. We're talking about different situations. We're talking about potential snow. We're talking about a freaking sauna on the football field. Right. Okay? This is what I'm talking about. Those games can test you in many ways. We're worried about C.D. Lamb in Cowboy Stadium, in, in AT&T Stadium, getting a little fatigued because he was targeted 17 times. Well, you wait till you see him out there in Miami. I want to see how pretty those braids look when the game is over. <laughs> Will they be soaking yeah, wet? Yeah, man. Come on. Get I mean, a roof. <laughs> right. Get a roof. No, they like the weather. They want to tan while they watch one. the game. That's what Miami fans do. No but one, now the no fans are really the into this Dolphins team. All right. But if you were playing on a neutral surface mm -hmm. or weather, who scares you? Miami. Miami. Scares me. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Buffalo doesn't. No. And watching Detroit almost lose to Buffalo the comes Saints. Here, I'm, I'm not worried about Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. And Detroit almost lose to the Saints. Yeah. That don't have a quarterback. Oh, I, I no, worry, he I, got I, hurt. I, I worry about uh, these emotional games. The, the the Detroit game is going to be an emotional game, not necessarily for us, but for the head coach for Detroit. He coming back home. Right. So you know, doggone what, he's already an emotional but guy. But we're going to have uh, We got Jimmy. We got Jimmy here. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we got Jimmy back. We got to wait till halftime. <laughs> you know. He's going to be on the field Right, clapping. right, right. I can see him on the field. <laughs> Jimmy's like, what the hell is he doing down there? <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be the Cowboys' dom. But now what we have to look at, though, really, <laughs> no, let's dom. not get there anymore. Dom. Chris is a little upset dom. about that, by the way. Chris was mad at Dom. Chris, we talked too Chris, much about yeah. it. No, the, the guy was, he was wrong. Chris said he was wrong. Well, he shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been there. Producer Supreme, Chris. Chris. Yeah. That's right. He, 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 he checked me. He said, man, these guys are not supposed to be down there. So that's why they find him and kicked him off the sideline. As I told, I well, you were listening yesterday when I saw Cable. I, told, hey, oh, yeah, I was about to bring yeah. that up. I said, Cable, come on. I, I, I want to get, you got to get a standing ovation. Can we get a ring set up in the middle of the field and have Cable go up against Big Dom? Oh, yeah. Please, that would be well, great. Well, as I said yesterday, he interceded last year in at the San Francisco playoff game when those guys were mm -hmm. screwing around with Brett Maher warming mm -hmm. up, standing in the way. And yeah. it's the same guys That's every same time. thing. That's the same thing. It's they do Debo it all the time. Samuel, Trent Williams, and I think it was Ayuk was the other guy. Mm -hmm. Do you think Big Dom can catch a punt on the sideline? <laughs> I don't think so. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, but I wanted to point out we talk about what Dak's been doing here, and just look at the stats here, how where his numbers are compared to everybody else. I feel like the 49ers gave the Cowboys the tape, though, this week on how to beat the Eagles. And I don't know if the Eagles have enough time to reset for this Sunday because the game was so one-sided. You have a lot to look at if you're the Eagles after. So what Sunday. can the Cowboys learn from the Niners as they approach this Eagles game? And what what similarities do the Cowboys have to the Niners that they could putting use? pressure on Jalen Hurts mm -hmm. and keeping him in the pocket? He only ran seven times, so there was not a lot of called runs, mm -hmm. uh, and they made sure that they their ends were on on the outside, keeping him there. Now he threw for almost three hundred yards, but they only scored nineteen points, uh, so. 
Uh, I thought, number one, and that's something the Cowboys didn't do a very good job of against Seattle, was putting pressure on Geno Smith. Mm -hmm. He had too much time to throw the ball, did not get sacked once, not once. And when you play Philadelphia, you better get after Jalen Hurts. And also having the Eagles defense on their toes. You want to switch off between running and passing. You you don't want to just have it be all passing. we got to establish the run game. That's a good point. That's a good point. We talked point. about that yesterday. I was going to say, you know, I've, I've been fussing about the running game. Mm -hmm. uh, but then as you saw how they used Christian McCaffrey with the, with the Niners, we could do the same thing with Tony. That's right. uh, in regards to we don't have to run him all the time to be effective, <clears throat> just get him out in space. There's, and that's when those total there. yards mm -hmm. from scrimmage can make a difference. He may not get it running the ball, but we, we really need him to run that ball better. But having him do uh, several things, be that, uh, that Swiss Army knife. And uh, there are definite similarities between C.D. Lamb and Debo Samuel, mm -hmm. too. No doubt about it. They use them the same way. Yeah. No, no, you're exactly right. And there are similarities between Jake Ferguson and George Kittle. Mm -hmm. No doubt about that. Any team that's good, Jake they have who? certain things. Remember they have the beginning of the season? In certain places. <laughs> How could you let Dalton Schultz go to Houston? Well, okay. Hey, Dalton's happy. He's, well, he's doing well. He, he Everybody's got, happy. He sort of Everybody's got his money. Happy. Yeah. Everybody's happy. <laughs> On a one year deal. Uh, but yeah, and, and, and I think that was one of the key things that San Francisco did. They ran against that Philadelphia defense, mm -hmm. uh, which slows them down then going after the quarterback. Yep. So, um, yeah, and if this offensive line plays better. You know, McCarthy finally said it on Monday when he was like, well, Dak this and Pollard that, and he goes, yeah, but the offensive line has been together, mm -hmm. and they're playing at a higher level. And they're protecting Dak. Right. They are protecting their quarterback. As you know, except this last game. Yeah, except four sacks. Yeah. In yeah. Seattle. And I, I was trying to say it earlier, but Spags kept cutting me off. Um, <laughs> we need to. <laughs> they didn't have any sacks the previous two. No, no. Games. We, we need to get our penalties together. Yeah. We've yes. got to, guys. It is going to be our downfall. When this comes down to it, Big games where the margin of error is so slim, penalties will kill you. And we saw that, what, Philadelphia game? We saw that in the Philadelphia game. Unless you get the right crew. Then you can jump on the guy's no, back, no. grab him around the yeah. neck, and it's not interference. That never happens with us. That we, we never get those breaks. Couldn't believe that call just went away. Non-call. Non-call. Yeah. Yeah. The Cowboys have had, I think, five games this season with uh, nine or more penalties taken against them. Taken? Yeah. Because I went back. They had five <laughs> that were dismissed in the game. See, that's not good. That five is not were good. dismissed of the ten that, that were called. That is not good. I mean, it's too late in the season for us to be making these same mistakes and getting Clean all these penalties. As a coach, McCarthy's got to feel like, hey, man, I'm not doing a good job here. I, what, I mean, what are they doing outside? There has to be a, 
a remedy for that, to, they to need, at least be conscious of it. They need to practice with the blue line on the field, not on the You're TV. Talking about he lining keeps up talking offside. about lining up. I'm talking about holding and yeah, he's really <laughs> no, the whole, line thing. Is, the holding part is you're, you're getting your ass beat mm -hmm. and you're just grabbing on to, for dear life. False starts. False starts yeah. and offsides. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that you got to clean up, Man. especially when you're playing at home. You're at home. You're at home. So you're saying that that was 14 penalties that we had against us and five they didn't take. Is that what you're saying? Five were dismissed, or they had two on one and only one counted. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. That's too much. This but yet, time of year. And yet they were able to overcome that. Because the other team had more. <laughs> no, they had nine. <laughs> no, but they had, yeah. they had more yards penalized. Yeah. yeah. 130 to 127. Yeah, well, how many times are we going to get that break? Uh -huh. Right? I mean – the good teams, they just don't they don't make that many penalties. Other good teams. These crews. You can't blame to, it all on the crews, They need to stay away from that. You, you, yeah, because they called 19 penalties. But, see, you sound like Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's team. <laughs> I like Pete Carroll. I know. But I like the way he team, sounds. <laughs> his team has – I mean, he's going to talk about them making all the calls, but yet you still lead the league in penalties. At least they're second. I don't know who's first or second. Well, that's so because you, that game went totally against the way Pete Carroll coaches his DBs <laughs> to play defense, right? Where you, 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 if you, if you're physical with them on every play, they can't throw a flag on every play. And turns out there was a game they threw a flag on every play. <laughs> well, they they were those were PIs. Uh huh. They were PIs. So my thing is, okay, Pete, you're gonna say I'm gonna handle this next in the off season with the the, the referees as if it's the system. It's not the system. It's your team. It's your coaching. He's going to you tell guys. him, you can't call a penalty on every play. <laughs> right. We're well, going to do the same thing on every play, but you can't call it every right. time. <laughs> but you're, you're having infractions every play. So, uh -huh. come on, man. This, That's right. It is what it is. You can't fuss about something when you're the culprit. <laughs> so, I've only seen, and I just did this real quickly, uh, no other team had more than... 81 penalties. Okay. And I'm double-checking myself. Cowboys were up number one or two oh, in the league. Oh, there's 84. Buffalo had 84. Oh, oh we're, we're still the crown. Green the Bay had still, 80. We still hold the crown. 80, yeah. We still hold Green the Bay had 86. The Cowboys are second. <laughs> How many? 90. First, Seattle at 91. That's right. Not <laughs> great. That's, that's after this week's games? Yeah. Okay. So, These are the so Pete Carroll and McCarthy are going to go in and complain about all the, all the <laughs> you're picking you're right. picking on me. Do you think the officials go into a game and they look yes. at, at that stat yes, sheet you they, just yes, looked I, at? Yes, I, I, I absolutely do. They go, Wait, okay, these two teams lead the league in penalties. All right, we're we gonna better be keep an eye on tonight. all this. Stuff. You know yeah. what the problem is? And I was thinking about this the other night. You catch a, 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 a player. Who's you know been flagged too many times by uh, uh, you know? Oh yeah. Well, he, he he can't he you know he wants to say something about it, but if he says something, he'll get fined, correct? Yeah. So why are you reporters so afraid to go and talk to the to the umps? Why are you so afraid to talk to the referees? Why don't you guys go in there and, and have our backs? You know, y'all like well, they like mafia or something on you guys. I mean, <laughs> why y'all so afraid of the referees, man? They're in there. They I have this vision of you guys. Yeah, how come there's only one pool reporter that can go in and talk that's to the crazy, referee? Man. That's the, the that's the rule. 
Why? Well, let's have transparency in the this home. League. The home. Can we have transparency. Team has to supply the pool report. So what what happens if you bring in more than one? No, you only get one. The end league only That's lets you bring rule. in one. People break rules all the time. No, you can't. <laughs> because the league goes in Let's with... Let's start now. The right. <laughs> see, but the officials Might don't want to well. talk because they want to keep and their see, job. that's what I'm the saying, league, man. The they got to talk. The league goes in. They got to talk. The league goes in. So that one reporter, who is that guy? Is it you? I used to do it here. Were you afraid? <laughs> no, I wasn't afraid, but I understood what it was going to be. What? Well, again, you get a straight answer. But you got to be forceful. No, man. you, you are. Go in there. You but know. you know what? Here's you like you are around here. Yeah, right? you yell at us all here's the time. What, here's what happens. He yells at get us all shot, the time. He goes in on me. You're in this. Their locker room is like the smallest thing ever. And treat them like you treat an intern. There's eight. The official <laughs> locker room? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. eight of them in there. Yeah. Right? So you go in, so the NFL one. guy goes That's in. Why he's scared. The uh, NFL gets one in a small room. The uh, NFL go, guy goes in, and the head referee goes he's in. He's afraid he's going to get beat up in and there. And mm-hmm. everybody's got their recorder. They're blowing smoke in his face. Right? <laughs> and what the, else you got? And the guy who made the call that is being discussed. He's in the back. No, he's standing right there shooting darts out of his eyes mm-hmm. at you, right? With his chest bowed out. <laughs> and so you ask the question, and you get a BS answer. So that's why they look so. That's why they lift all the weights all you the time. Ask, making all the calls. <laughs> you ask another follow-up like, question, and it's already answered. Mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. So it's Man. the yeah, they're story straight, ready to go. No, it's the most Savannah, intimidating thing you've ever pumped. seen. They are punking y'all. Dude. The worst part about that, the worst part about the Seattle Dallas game is Cleet Blakeman's crew had the lowest thrown flags in the league going into that game. Mm. They didn't throw. They didn't throw very few flags in the game. That's why I believe that McCarthy and Pete Carroll should shut the hell up about. No, this they game. found just out. Just remember, it was the end of the month. They're just trying to catch up. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that what you think? Meat quota. <laughs> yeah. Got that quota. Yeah. No, it was like. It was like back in the day. Back like in the it day, was a speed trap. <laughs> right. Like, okay, guys, I got extra flags. You good? You really got extra flags. It's like back in the day working at the factory piecemeal. The more yeah. you produce, the more you made. Right. right. So maybe they thought, well, if we throw more flags, they'll pay us more. Oh, All right. We continue with more mix shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Hellgate's going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. To shots. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night through December 16th, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers, including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Santa Claus, and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboys football heroes. Visit thestardistrict.com for more info. Everson's going to be there. Flawless. Are my, you? My, well, when? Oh, I thought you said appearances from your favorite Cowboys hero. <laughs> Everson's going to be there. I was not. Right? In, I was not invited. Oh. Everson's my favorite Cowboys hero. I agree. You should be there, Everson. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Okay. Um, did you know the Cowboys can clinch a playoff berth Sunday night? I tried to figure that out. I I got it for you. It was way too confusing. Tell us. With a win. Was it really? Cowboys, uh, here's all that has to happen. A lot. All that has to happen. Cowboys win plus a Minnesota loss or tie plus a Green Bay loss or tie plus a Seattle loss plus a Tampa <laughs> Bay loss or tie plus a Detroit win or tie plus a Rams loss or tie as long as Green Bay and Minnesota both don't tie. How, how I'm gonna have to write that down. There are two other options. <laughs> I want you to make that get that in your show on Monday. <laughs> well, what, what you, you gotta simplify this. There's not gonna be a tie. That's what you need to realize. Okay, so we had a tie. We'll take that so part Minnesota out. Green we Bay have to lose or tie. I don't believe there's it, been a tie. There has not been a tie this year. I just saw it on Twitter and I thought I'd speak what well, I. One of the see. things, the one of the things I saw. Uh, going into that game last night was if Jacksonville wins, they clinch a number one seed. And it's like, no, they, they'll be the number one seed now. But there's too many. For the moment. For the, for the moment. moment. Yes. Yeah. They left out the moment. <laughs> there's all these games well, left to play. It was a pretty exciting game, man. They, they couldn't get it all in. No, it wasn't on the broadcast. It was oh, like it was in like something ahead of time. They actually did say something about it on the broadcast. But they did say well. they would be have the number one seed at that point, mm-hmm. but not for the, 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 the playoffs. 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 Um, <laughs> Mickey, anything uh, that you heard from uh, the head coach or the coordinators yesterday that you would like to present to us today? Um, I thought Dan Quinn was talking about. The resiliency of his of his defense, and he was talking about how you know Seattle, the off, you know we didn't do the job we should have done uh, or needed to do early in the game, and you know they gave up 35 points. But his point was, no matter what happened at the end, we closed the game out mm-hmm. those last three possessions, and it it reminded me of something I wrote down Saturday. 
when they were in, interviewing Nick Saban, and uh, they were talking about stats and everything, and his point is, was you have to figure out how to win a game. Mm-hmm. And I thought if you think about the Cowboys game against Seattle, they figured out how to win the game. And Everson has talked about this so much over you know time, talking about you got to make a play when it's time to make a play, right? Yeah. To make the difference in the mm-hmm. game. And I thought, you know, I saw a lot of criticism of the Cowboys defense and, oh, they played a good team and, uh, you know, and, and, and they struggled. But they figured out how to win the game. And if you think about the Eagles over these last month or so, and all those close calls they had, they were patted on the back mm-hmm. because somehow they, they figured the out the resiliency how to win the is game, amazing. Yes, right? Yes. And so oh, here are the Cowboys finally figured out how to win a game, and they got criticized for it. So, to me, what what he was talking about, uh, and he and he said, and I can put Bland in this in this uh, category. Like, okay, he didn't have the first half he wanted to have. But second half, was second half yeah. he came back. He mm-hmm. was resilient. He had an interception. He he only gave up like four he, for forty something yards. He almost yeah, and he almost had half. a second interception. Yes. And the same thing with Jordan Lewis. He had two breakups in those last that three was possessions. Huge. Right? That was huge. His last breakup was amazing. Right. That's what we've been waiting on for him for a while. And as we talk about cornerbacks, you're going to give up yards, but yeah. you got to make a play gotta at some point. Yep. So that 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 sort of you know stuck out to me from what he had to say. I like it. Um, Cowboys. When you look at the, that game against Seattle, which team had fresh legs in the fourth quarter of that game? It's a rhetorical question. Yeah, obviously, right. You look at the snap <clears throat> counts in that game, and. Um, well, number one, the Cowboys had ran 89 offensive plays in the game. But the Seattle defensive lineman, Leonard Williams, had 70 snaps on defense, which is an astronomical amount for a defensive lineman, basically a nose tackle. And Jaron Reed had 67 snaps. You look at the Cowboys defensive lineman, and Demarcus Lawrence had led with 47 snaps. I mean – you look at and that and that goes into not just uh, the rotation that Dan Quinn employs on his defense with those fr- with front four guys, right? But also that's that complementary football mm-hmm. that they talk about and Mike McCarthy talks about and the, what the Cowboys are doing on offense, controlling the football, and by the fourth quarter of the game. Seattle is wearing down on defense. Mm-hmm. That's, ama- that's amazing. I hadn't looked at the Cowboys' offensive snaps. They had 89. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 89. A it's a lot. Normal is 65, to maybe 70, 70 yeah. right? Yep. 89 snaps. Seattle had 69. There you go. Amazing. And Bobby Wagner played every snap. Yep, he did. 89. Uh, Jamal Adams, 88. The Woolen guy that they kept picking on, the cornerback. Tariq Woolen. Uh, 87. By the way, my uncle called my sister during the game. 
and said that one of our relatives married one of his relatives way back in the day. So by marriage, we're, we're related to we're related Woolen? to the Woolen because they're from Fort, he's from Fort Worth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he went to UTSA. Yeah, so Everson, he's nothing like you. <laughs> well, well, hey, he's pretty good. <laughs> he is six picks. No, you see what six he ran picks. at the combine? He's fast. He ran like a four-two-five. <laughs> By marriage, I said. <laughs> By marriage, he's like six-four. Oh, he's amazing. No genes. And he, I think he ran a four-two-nine. And he had six interceptions last year, and several people had six, so he tied for the lead. But obviously, they went after him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And they had them playing man on on Lamb. These were good DBs they had. Those two cornerbacks, sure. 21. Well, Witherspoon, Witherspoon was the first-round pick. Yeah, we I mean, six-pick in the CD draft. CD was killing him. Yeah. CD was killing him, and, and Will and the same thing. We were going at him. So when you can say you, uh, you figure out a way to win, well, you better have some offense if you're going to figure out a way to win. And your defense just needs to be opportunistic. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the way we're doing it right now. I just don't like that all the time going to the playoffs. Right. Our offense is doing well, but in the playoffs, things happen, okay? Defense has to step up, and it it has to be in front. You know, it's got to be the one that's carrying the flag. It can't be the one that says, okay, we're going to play off for you. That's going to be tough to do once we get in the playoffs. So if you consider this game on Sunday a playoff-type game, you don't want to see 38-35. I think uh, the Cowboys always play – playoff games from Thanksgiving on. I think that's that's the way it always should be. And that's the it, way yeah. they always approach it. Right. Once we get after once Thanksgiving starts, that's when the season starts. That's the playoffs. Let's just say it. That is the playoffs. The coaches say, well these 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 mean something now. All they're saying is we gotta play playoff football starting now. We can't wait till the playoffs. As McCarthy kept impress in uh emphasizing uh, this is December football. Yeah, and that's what that's all he means. Yeah, that's all he means. This is we might as well be in playoff mode right now. And that's that's every team that, that has a chance at this point. And with your goal, the first one is to win the division, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, if you beat the Eagles, but that's not over with, right? Over. As Bill keeps pointing out, you know, <laughs> they won their four straight. Well, now we need to win five straight. Yeah, we do. Well, man. you probably need to win about eight straight mm-hmm. uh, to, to be able good. to have a chance to win the, the division. Because if you look at who everybody else has to play, the Cowboys probably have the hardest road. They have the toughest stretch. Screw the division. The I want the home. I want the home first field. round. I want it all. I want the, <laughs> I'm looking at San Francisco. <laughs> And you got to finish ahead of them because of what happened in San Francisco earlier. But eventually, uh, we got to grow up, man. We got to grow up. I mean, I, I loved it when I was with the Giants. We went on the road and kicked everybody's ass. Okay, we're yeah, almost feels good. Almost out of time. Okay, San Francisco has the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Ravens, and the Washington, Rams. and the Rams. Yeah, the, the Rams. That's going to be a tough game for them. The Rams. Eagles, yeah. Cowboys, Seahawks, and Ravens. Mm-hmm. Giants, Arizona, Giants. The, the, the Rams game won't matter as far as their division's concerned. They'll have that wrapped right. up yeah. before Christmas. But yeah. you were talking number but one seed. But as far seed. as the number one seed. Mm-hmm. That, they're so. not letting up. No, they're not letting up. So. And uh, officially, Reek Woolen at the Combine. It's Tyreek, by the way. No, it's Reek. <laughs> 
That's just short it, for it, it, On Pro Football Reference, it even has I, it I listed as Reek. I looked on Wikipedia Reek. and saw this stuff. I mean, he's officially got it changed to Reek. <laughs> he did, apparently. officially? I mean, look at there. Pro Football his... Reference, it says wow. Reek Woolen. R-I-Q. Wow. Reek. I thought they were calling him Rick <laughs> in the <laughs> press box. Me too. No, me too. Me too. Anyway, he ran a 4-2-6 at the combine. At 6-4. At 6-4, 205 wow. that's, pounds. That's Richard Sherman type stuff. Richard Sherman. You want me to find out what he ran? Yeah. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Well, who was the guy last night? He was playing for. He was a fifth round draft pick. There's no way he ran a Ford, too. Who was he playing? 21. Um, For. Not Jacksonville. Um, The other team? The other team. (laughs) Why am I blanking out? Richard Sherman ran a 4-5-4. Is that all? No. Yeah. Wow. But he's 6'3". So yeah. the, that's the similarity there. 6'3 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. versus 6'4". What did you run? 4'7". You, you didn't go to the combine. A good day. It was a good day. I did they have a combine back then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, at Grambling, they just like, they had the combine over at the white school. my age, right? Nah, they had the combine at the white school. Then they came. They were like, okay, guys, I'm going to have a drink and go time these guys at Grambling. That's kind of how it went. You know, they come out there and they just, you know, yeah. Watch is broken. <laughs> but that's where you can tweak it and run them 39 yards instead of 40. <laughs> right. We probably right. did. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Cincinnati safety. He came up and made a play. Out, came out of nowhere. Number 20. 20 or 21? No, nah, number 20. Well, both of them were, were making but plays. One guy, number 20 and they came said up he and ran like a 4-2 four, four something yeah. at the Combine. And it showed. Did they say he was a rookie? Out, Did they he, say he was a rookie? Yeah. Well, the rookie was number 20. Okay. And he yeah. came out of nowhere. And he came up and supported and made mm-hmm. the play. He sure did. And, and Troy was going on and on. I thought oh, they were going to call uh, that guy. Is. I thought they were going to call yeah. like targeting because yeah. he hit him pretty hard in the, in the head. Okay. Are we done? We're done. All oh, right. we're way done. <laughs> yep. All right. We get into it more tomorrow when everybody else comes back to work tomorrow. That's the players right. will be back to work tomorrow. Hope they enjoyed their vacation. It's Wednesday. Um, we'll see you again tomorrow here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!